Merry Christmas. We're so excited. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here to do our Hallmark channel and Hallmark movies and mysteries preview show. And normally that's a lot of movies, but not so much this time because they haven't given us the schedule, uh, but we're going to do what we can. It's going to be fun. I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Elise Murray is here to do this movie. Thank you so much, Elise. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to, uh, you know, dive into all the uh, holiday cheer. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. I mean, like I said, normally these previews are uh, some of the highlights of- Yeah, Yeah, so long. And there's something people really look forward to. And I didn't even know if we should even do one because we had only gotten three weeks of movies from Hallmark and it kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And now we're getting to the week. The movies are starting. So if we're going to do a preview, we have to do it. And we're going to go with what we have. Watch uh, tomorrow. They'll all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you just get the joy of doing a two-parter. But as of 1019, this is what we have. We're very excited about it. But Elise, how have you been? You are in Greece, you're abroad. I mean, very, very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people, I talk about it on Twitter a lot. Um, my husband is British and um, we're kind of in the process of getting his green card. Um, so obviously, you know, he can't stay in America and I can't stay in England. Mm. So we kind of bop around a bit. Um, so right now we're on the Greek island of Crete. Um, we were just in Bucharest, and then before that, we were in Warsaw, Poland. So we've been uh, having lots of fun uh, international adventures. I've been trying to pitch a couple of international Hallmark Christmas movies, but uh, you know, it's always always mm-hmm. tricky to to sell people on those. I really want to do a Christmas market movie, so hopefully one day. Oh, that'd be fun. They're so big over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had some of that in Christmas in Vienna, mm-hmm. but uh, but we we could have even more. Uh, and that would be really fun and especially like in Germany and some of those those uh, countries they really are uh, Prague they have really great markets there yeah. that would be a fun one For uh, sure. I I have been to Greece before but it was when I was 17 so it's been a while <laughs> but you I gotta really come back. You gotta come hang out yeah I I <laughs> in some ways liked Greece even more than Italy it was a combined trip and mm-hmm. Greece was so much cheaper at the time, at least than Italy. So that was fun. And I don't know, it was just the tropical kind of feel a little bit more, uh, that we had, uh, in Greece was just, I mean, I just love, I love beaches and the ocean and everything so much. So. Yeah. You're like a big time swimmer. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So <laughs> very cool. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be a very interesting season to watch for Hallmark because uh, we have new leadership. We have this is the f- this is the first full program that will have been kind of approved and uh, greenlit and everything by this new uh, leadership. And uh, you know, where I think we're going to see some some changes, and obviously there's already changes with the fact that they're not like you know they're not giving us our schedule. They're not like things are different. Things feel different. Um, and I don't know. Are you excited to see what uh, homework's going to be offering this year? I am. I am. I think you can already kind of see that in um, some of the you know sort of log lines that they've put out there. You can kind mm-hmm. of see that they're. Um, moving in different directions than you probably would have seen in previous years. So I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, of course, we would love to have our full, you know, 
40 plus movie list to get to really dive into and sink our teeth into. But I am really excited to see um, what Hallmark's offering this year. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm excited for the diversity. I'm excited for the different mm-hmm. stories. You know, I, I, so far they've been trying to tell some more emotional stories mm-hmm. uh, and it hasn't really worked all that well so far. Um, but I'm curious to see in, in the, with the Christmas halo around them, if I think they'll work out better. And uh, cause sometimes they do. I loved the Christmas bow last year and that was more of an emotional mm-hmm. one. I loved Christmas town. That's one of my, was one of my favorites in, um, uh, 2019. I think that that one was, I thought really good. So some of the more emotional stories can work. Um, two turtle doves was great and that had some more emotion. So they can, it can definitely be done. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think I'm, we're seeing some different casting, some new people uh, as well as our favorites, uh, and, um, so that's going to be fun to see what they, they come up with. So I guess let's get started. We should give, we should talk about our rating system if people are new to the podcast, but when we do these previews for Christmas, we have, uh, we have four rank rankings of our excitement level. So we have, uh, you can, it can be a, a lump of coal, which is no excitement at all, dreading it. Um, <laughs> and then we, we have a sock. And then we have an orange is our next level. And then the top excitement level is a diamond ring. Those are all things you could get in your stocking is the idea. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. I I always love orange. Orange is always my favorite. It feels very um, like little women. Like I'm so excited. I got my orange for Christmas. Yeah. Like I'm, I am very, I'm very excited to give out some oranges today for sure. All right. Well, let's get started. The first, uh, the first movie we're going to talk about is called You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. So this is welcoming in the holiday season. It's on the uh, 22nd of October on Hallmark Channel. Danica McKellar, Benjamin Ayers, uh, director David Winning, who's done a billion of these, writer Julie Sherman Wolf. So I Ooh. love her so much. She's uh, an icon. <laughs> she's a legend. Yes, she's the she moment. <laughs> she really is. She's so great. Uh, and so the summary for this is an evergreen tree expert teams up with a Christmas tree farmer to get to the bottom of a mysterious illness that's threatening that year's crop. And somebody did mention that this would have been a good movie if it had been finished in time for Christmas in July. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that's when you'd be like looking into this kind of things, not in December. If you're if you're looking right. to this in December with your with your tree, uh, you're a little your, late. Your tree farm, you're a little yeah. late. <laughs> And it would have even been good. I know obviously the timing is weird, but it would have been good last year because there was such a Christmas tree shortage. Oh yeah. In that's like true. across America, there was such an issue of getting them. Yeah. So what are your initial thoughts about this uh this movie? Look, you know, every person who writes a Hallmark Christmas movie wants to be Julie Sherman Wolf. Like that's the goal. Like if you get a genie or a cursed monkey's paw, that's gonna be your first wish. So I trust her with anything. Um, I'm not a huge, uh, Danica McKellar fan. Like she's not my, like, you know, kind of queen of Christmas. Gotta watch it. Um, but I, I do think this sounds like kind of a fun, goofy little premise. So I'm excited to watch it. You know, we trust Julie Sherman Mm -hmm. Wolf with anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually feel like Danica and Benjamin will have pretty good chemistry. Like just in the Mm. promos and the trailers, I feel like their energy is kind of similar 
and uh, cause she can be hit and miss for me. Uh, but um, I don't know. I, I had, I got good vibes from the two mm. of them in the, in the promo. I will say some of these, uh, some of these posters for this one have been kind of, I don't know if the fans out there have seen them. I do encourage you to go give a little Google. Um, some of them are, are pretty funny. Um, yeah, but I do think this has kind of like, almost like a Scooby-Doo kind of premise. Like it's sort of a fun little investigation. I think we could be getting here. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I too. I guess those posters, I'm glad you mentioned that because I kind of was joking on Twitter the other day that Hallmark has the tiny people cinematic universe on these posters. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, there's yeah. raise a glass to love with Laura Osnes and Juan Pablo on the, uh, on the, uh, um, the wine bottle getting poured out tiny. <laughs> and then there was fit for a prince with Natalie Hall inside the shoe. <laughs> And then this, yes, they do this, love their little people. This, the, the hands holding the Christmas tree with, uh, with Danica. <laughs> uh, so it's a great, great poster. I would love to talk to the person who does the Hallmark posters. If you're listening, please come on the podcast. Yeah. I'd love please. to talk to you. I think you're brilliant. You do a great job. Uh, so. That would be really, really fun. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to give this like a cutie orange. It's not like top tier, Mm. but I'm hopeful. And I I think it'll be a good start to the season. Yeah. I'm going to give it very fancy socks. Like your favorite pair you pull out (laughs) when you watch a Christmas movie. That's where I am. Like Bomba socks, like nice socks. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. (laughs) All right, good. Okay. Then we have Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Uh, this is on the 23rd. And what do you think about the fact that they are doing these movies now? They're going to be doing them on, uh, what is it, Thursday? I mean, Friday, they're doing them Friday, Saturday, Sunday now. Yeah, so I think they, they made the move. It was like a ratings move, mostly, I think. Because Thursday premieres didn't do so hot mm-hmm. um, last year or the year before. Um, yeah. So I definitely get why they're doing it. Um, are they having movies compete against each other so on the two networks? It's Friday, it like, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So, so it's like eight and 10 or whatever on. Yeah. I, I'm they, not sure about the time, but, uh, but yeah, they'll also have two on Saturday, one from each of the networks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what they will do if they're going to do the, like the typical rollout when it comes to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we don't know, we don't know that yet. And I mean, I, there were part of me that wondered that if they were waiting for the announcement, uh, because of the, the potential strike, if that was part Mm -hmm. of the reason, because that would have affected tons of movies if they, if it had gone on strike and it was looking pretty like it was going to go on strike. And I guess they still haven't technically ratified it yet, but, um, but like, I kind of wondered if that was the reason or if they're, you know, who knows what the reason is, but But, um, but yeah, so I don't know if they will have that same, if it's going to be this schedule throughout the whole season, if it's just going to be mm-hmm. these early weeks, we don't know, but, but it's so, yeah. it's, it is kind of weird. Cause it's like, if you were worried about not having enough movies, you'd think you would stretch them out a little bit instead of doubling right. up on yeah. Saturdays, but right. um, I'll be honest, you know, I'm, I'm from the South. And so on Saturday nights, it's college football. It right. doesn't matter. 
Like, you know, sometimes we'll wheel in a second TV to have both playing at once, like a Hallmark movie and a football game. But we usually watch those on on Sunday morning anyway. <laughs> so I will be catching them on the replay. Yeah. But uh, I can definitely see how. DVR. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know how any of you guys would do this without DVR. If you watch, you know, 100 plus Christmas movies a year. I, I don't, yeah, we couldn't do it. And we especially actually this weekend, because I'm going to be at the animationist film festival in Los Angeles. So course, I'm going to yeah. be, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm going to be watching tons of animated films and also have, luckily I don't have to be on the recap next week. Uh, it's going to be Brie and Anna Carey. So that'll be super fun. And, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So boyfriends of Christmas past, this is on the 23rd. And it's Catherine Haina Kim, Raymond Ablock, and Paul Soon Hung Lee. Uh, and as well as we interviewed Ish Morris, and he is great. Uh, so that will go up uh, on Saturday. Uh, and this is director Jake Helgren. And Jake Helgren has done so many, so many Christmas movies. Most of it, he has two just this season for him um, for Lifetime. Uh, wow, and busy, a lot busy. Of times, yeah, oh yeah. A lot of times he writes the movies, not only directs them, but I don't think that's the case with this one, but he is done so many. Um, and so, you know, that's, he definitely is very, very, very experienced, uh, writer, director. Uh, and I mean, I'm so excited to have Paul soon Lee on because I mean, I was a huge Kim's convenience fan. I absolutely love that show so much. And I don't know. Did you ever watch that show? No, I didn't. No, it wasn't one, yeah. uh, one I caught. It's so good. It's on Netflix. So if you ever want a, a fun binge, it's, it's, it's great because not only do you have it, cause it's about this family that runs this, uh, this convenience store in Toronto. Um, but it's, n- it's not only about that, this Korean Canadian family, but also the, their, their son who's played by Sim, uh, Sim Liu from um, uh, Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it's played by him. He works at a car rental dealership, which is also hilarious. So you've got like two different uh, shows almost going on. You've got the car rental side that's really funny. And you have like the family convenience store side. And it has so much heart. It's so sweet. It's so well written. It's hilarious. I love the show. So I highly recommend it. So I was so excited to have him be a part of the Hallmark family. It's great. And, uh, and, uh, the, the story, I guess, was written by a, uh, a Korean woman. And this was, Ish was telling me, um, today and Catherine, uh, Catherine Kim, she is of Korean, uh, ethnicity. And, uh, so that's cool and fun <laughs> first time for Hallmark and, Anyway, the summary is leading up to Christmas, marketing executive Lauren is visited by the ghosts of of four ex-boyfriends. She must learn to open her heart or risk losing her best friend, Nate. So (laughs) what do you think about this idea of the boyfriends Um, of Christmas past? I absolutely love the idea. Um, I think it really has like a note of whimsy that sometimes can be missing from like kind of old school Hallmark, or I guess like not old school Hallmark, but sort of like mid-period Hallmark, right, you know? Right, yeah. um, like the little kind of touch of magic, I think, is really fun. Like it almost reminds me of like 
the birthday wish. Like it's got kind of like a note mm. of that sort of fun, sort of kind of little off center of reality, you know, um, which I really love. And there's something we, in England um, that it's uh, maybe not like a super, um, what's the word I want to use? Like it maybe is not super PC maybe, mm-hmm. but um, when guys go to a bar and they think there are a lot of hot women there, they say, um, oh, this place is a lot of good talent. And it's kind of what I feel when I look at pictures from Boyfriends of Christmas Past, but yeah. with all of the boyfriends, it's just like, it, it's a smorgasbord of, of hotness. I'm very yeah. excited to dig in. I'm so delighted. I think it's yes. like, you know, Hallmark has always been very good at eye candy. And this is just like a buffet. I'm so yeah. excited. You know, you really, get not just like the this, one hero, but so many. Yeah. It's very this nice. Poster, I'm excited. I, I was, yes. yeah, it, they're beautiful, beautiful men in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited just for that alone. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and this Raymond Ablock, who plays Nate, he's very dreamy, very dreamy. Oh, yes. Yeah. So dreamy. And I think that people are really going to enjoy Ish Morris. He, it was such a fun interview, very charming, very, uh, uh, very charismatic and uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it looks funny. It looks uh, uh, new, fresh, different. I am looking forward to it. And like I said, I, you know, having Paul on here is just exciting. Cause I, I love Kim's convenience. It's such a good show. If you are looking for a really warm hearted, lovely, funny show, you, you really should give it a shot. So I'm and I also pretty- love I love to hear what you said about, um, I love to hear what you said about, you know, kind of the diversity behind the story um, telling team, because I think that's something that uh, Lifetime has really excelled at is kind of going after diverse behind the camera talent. And so I'm excited to see that Hallmark is, is investing in that area too. Yeah. And I wish I had the name. Um, Unfortunately, I I can't find an IMDb for it, uh, but I, but that's just what Ish told me today in the interview that it had a Korean writer. So I take, I guess he, I'm assuming he knows what he's talking about. Um, you know, I'm going to be bold, I guess. And I'm going to give this a diamond ring. I know. I am too. Diamond rings all around, (laughs) around the diamond rings. Let's do it. I'm in. Yeah. 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 Don't let me down. Don't let me down. It looks so fun. Okay. And then also on the 23rd, we have uh, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Uh, it's Christmas in my heart, uh, which some of these titles, you're like, how has that not been taken? That seems so <laughs> like, how's that not? Um, but it's Heather Hemmins, Luke McFarlane, Shirley Ralph, director, Pat Kiley, who we love. He's great. He did Christmas Ever After last year, which I know, you don't know. Uh, you got good. So good. Right. And he was just barely our guest for our patron watch along that we did of Christmas ever after just last month. And so if y'all, if you're listening and you're not a patron, you should totally check it out. It's such a great way to get behind the scenes of all of your favorite Hallmark and Lifetime movies. Really fun. This month we have Anna White, writer Anna White, uh, coming to watch Check Into Christmas and give us all the lowdown. And she's great, hilarious, so good. So that one's gonna be really fun. That's on the 20th of November and it's any level of patron can be part of the watch along so as low as two dollars a month which is like nothing so (laughs) so sign up please uh we would so appreciate it 
Uh, well, all the information is in the description uh, of this podcast. But anyway, that's a long explanation of why we love Pat Kylie. He's great. And uh, writers, Jamie Pacino, Sherry Sharp, and Liz Storm. And one thing I have definitely noticed from Lifetime and from Hallmark, a lot more female writers and not just mm-hmm. the ones that we know and love like Nina and, and um, Julie, but, um, but some new, new uh, writers, which makes me really excited. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to have um, more, more voices behind uh, these movies. And I think you kind of see that sort of freshness in a lot of these, uh, these pitches for sure. Even from, um, you know, obviously our favorites like Julie Sherman Wolf, like mm-hmm. I think they're getting a little more creative license to yeah. have a little more fun with it. I agree. All right. So this one is a concert violinist and a country star bond over music. So we don't have much of a summary there, but, (laughs) but I love Heather. I think she's great. Uh, She's only done one other Hallmark movie and it, you know, it was good, but I love her. I loved her in it and I loved interviewing her. She was, she was wonderful. And you know, Luke McFarlane, wonderful. We all love him, of course. And I feel like the that they'll have pretty good chemistry and i I, i'm looking forward to this one i think it'll it'll be good i'm hoping it'll be better than his music movie last year which was not the best uh i didn't hate it or anything but it wasn't it was one of my least favorites of the year uh but what do you think about this one yeah i'm definitely um you know there's not a whole lot to go on yeah um so i'm i'm wondering if it's gonna be more like the cutting edge, you know, where it's like two people who love the same thing, but in totally different ways. And then they clash and then eventually fall in love. Or is it going to be more like kind of earnest and Mm -hmm. um, sort of straightforward? So I'm I'm interested to see kind of the approach here for sure. Um, But yeah, it looks, it looks like a sweet Mm -hmm. premise. One of my favorite TV movies of all time is this obscure Lifetime movie from I don't even know when called Love Notes with Antonio Cucumbo and Laura Layton. And she's like this NPR classical music person. And he is this like kind of uh, <laughs> this this uh, suave country singer, whatever, uh, you know, and of course, Sparks Fly. It's It's a really good one. You should check it out. Anyway, so this whole dynamic of like classical versus country, I think could be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a, I think I'll also give it a cutie orange. I hope it won't be boring. I hope it'll be good. But just on this cast with Heather Hemmins, Luke McFarlane and Charlie Ralph, I'm going to give it a cuties orange. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and go socks. Yeah. It looks good, but I'm not totally sold. All right. Then we have the Santa Stakeout. This is on the 24th at Hallmark Channel. Tamara Mowry Housley, Paul Campbell, and Joe Pantoliano. Director Peter Benson, we love him. And it's two police detectives go undercover as a married couple to solve a string of heists. Their prime suspect, the chair of the town's Christmas committee. And from what I've seen, just little bits of this movie, it does look like it's going to have a little more humor than we typically get to see. And, you know, Paul was saying that really the romance is kind of secondary to the, the, the actual, the story of this, you know, these detectives, you know, going undercover and everything. 
Um, so that sounds kind of fun. And I love the title, Santa Stakeout. It's oh, very yeah. good. It's so very good. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of interesting just from a mark, like a, a, a programming point of view that the two movies so far that we've seen with mysteries at their heart, neither of them are on movies and mysteries. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good um, point. But like I, one of my favorite, first of all, it kind of gives me like Brooklyn Nine-Nine vibes. Like yeah. it's kind of a funny cop, you know, sort of um, fun mystery, which I think could be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but also one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite Christmas movies is a, a Barbara Stanwyck, Fred McMurray movie, which the movie, the name is actually eluding me at the moment. Um, but uh She's like a criminal and he's a DA and he like takes oh, her home oh, for Christmas. Oh, what's it called? Um, oh, is it Remember the Night? Is that what it's called? Yes, Remember the Night. Yes, 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 yes. yes and um, yes. so I'm always here for like kind of crimey Christmas movies. I think those can be like mm-hmm. really fun and, and have some fun dimension to them. So I'm really, I'm really jazzed about this one mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And this one's written by Greg Rosen and Brian Sawyer is the names of the writers. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it looks really fun and I feel like they'll have good chemistry mm-hmm. to Mara and Paul. So I yeah. think that'll, that'll be good. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to, do I want to give this one a diamond ring? What are you going to give it? I'm giving it a diamond ring. Okay. I am very I'm going to give a diamond ring too. Sure. I don't know why I hedged. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Please be good. Uh, ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. We have Christmas in Harmony. This is on the 29th Hallmark Channel. This is Ashley Murray, Luke James, Loretta Devine, Michelle Williams, and Basil Wallace, director Rusty Cundiff, and writer Jessaline Barry. Harmony is tricked into auditioning for the holiday chorus, directed by an ex-boyfriend. Uh, by Christmas Eve, they could be harmonizing in the key of love. <laughs> I have so many questions right off the bat. One, how do you get tricked into auditioning for a holiday chorus, or any kind of chorus for that matter? I'm yeah. fascinated by the way they're going to set this up. I absolutely <laughs> cannot wait. Um, something that, uh, you know, uh, your listeners may not be aware of is that, um, so when the reason that you don't really see a whole lot of like, let's go caroling or let's go be in the choir movies is that if, if a, um, if an actor's mouth is visibly moving on screen, 
um, for a certain period of time, they actually have to be paid more. <laughs> so like we had, oh. uh, I pitched a movie that was going to have a big, like climactic kind of like um, how the Grinch stole Christmas sort of uh, ending where everyone's singing and they're like, nope, too expensive. So I'm very interested to see how this choir gets pulled off. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Huh? Yeah. I do wonder how you get tricked into auditioning. This is a volunteer activity. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How she gets there and how she stays there. I'm very interested to see how it all uh, comes together. Yeah. I mean, she's like taken against her will. (laughs) I think consent should be required for all Christmas choir auditioning. (laughs) I I agree. That sounds longers. Uh I I I don't know most of this cast that well. That doesn't mean they're not amazing. Uh, Aside from Laura, the Divine, Michelle Williams. I'm guessing that's Mm -hmm. probably more of a cameo, but who knows? Um, But (laughs) I'm gonna give this a sock. But I hope it'll be good. Yeah, I am so fascinated by the premise. I've just got to give it an orange. Like, uh, there's no way I'm not tuning in to see how someone gets tricked into joining a holiday choir. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then we have The Christmas Promise. This is on the 30th on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And this is Tori DeVito, Dylan Bruce, Grayston Holt, and Patrick Duffy. So pretty good cast. Uh, uh, DeVito will portray Nicole in the film, a woman who learns to deal with grief with the help of her grandfather and a carpenter named Joe, who she hires to renovate the home she was to share with her fiance. So I guess that's really not that much more, but there we go. That's all we know uh, about the Christmas promise. And, but the cast is pretty good and I, hopefully it'll be good. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to give this one a sock, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I'm going sock as well. I think uh, it could definitely be very dramatic. Um, I actually had a family or not a family friend, but a friend who um, had to move into the house he was supposed to share with his fiance. And that's tough. I mean, it, it's really tricky. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see how they approach this in a way that's still, you know, uplifting Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right. So then we have Coyote Creek Christmas. This is also on the 30th Hallmark Channel. Janelle Parrish, Ryan Pavey, director David L. Strasser, Alexa Garst. Garster, the writer. The fate of the Coyote Creek Inn and Paige's relationship are both left to the magic of the holiday season to decide. So, you know that the Save the Inn storylines usually aren't my favorite. It can be done well, and some of them I've really enjoyed, but that usually is pretty boring and just because there's no stakes. You know that they're going to save the inn. There's nothing. So, like the chemistry and the banter have to be good enough. To sell it because the story alone is just not compelling to me um <laughs> and people are always like well what about you've got mail and i'm like you've got mail she loses the store <laughs> it's a save the store movie with actual stakes she actually has to evolve and adapt and change and deal with it and so that's the big difference uh but um i don't know i mean I like Janelle Parrish and I like Ryan Pavey. I'm not hundred percent convinced of the two of them together mm. that they will have good chemistry. I, I'm not, and I can't even explain it necessarily why, but I'm just not hundred percent feeling it. 
Uh, and we haven't had like promo or anything. So who knows, maybe I'll love it once I see it. But what do you think about this one? Yeah, this is one that I'm not super sold on. Um, I think this is the going to be my first lump of coal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I think, I think so too. I, it's just, I'm just not feeling chemistry. I'm not feeling the story. Uh, yeah, it's at the very best, like a dirty sock. <laughs> so, all right. So then we have Christmas sale and this is on Halloween on Hallmark channel. Uh, and this stars Katie Sackoff, Patrick Sabongi and Terry O'Quinn and welcome to the Hallmark family, Katie Sackoff. I am yes. so excited. <laughs> yes. I feel like this is going to be such a big win. Like she just seems like a perfect fit for Hallmark. I really hope this is the first of many. Uh, and uh, I'm just very excited about, you know, having somebody of her caliber in, uh, in these films. I just love her. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, it's director Stacy N Harding. And the summary is when Liz returns home to take care of her strange father, she is determined to give her daughter a perfect Christmas and reconnects with her best friend. So second chance romance, usually pretty fun. Uh, what do you think about this? I am so thrilled about this. I really cannot wait. Um, Katie Sackhoff, like, I mean, it's Starbucks. Like, come on. I'm so excited that Starbucks is going to be on Hallmark. Like, I just, as soon as I saw that, I, like, called my husband. It was like, you have to hear this. Katie Sackhoff is going to be on Hallmark. So I am just, like, over the moon excited. Um, and I think, you know, I, I really like the summary. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's one of those movies, like it's a single mom movie, which we really don't get a whole lot of. It's mostly, we have a lot of single dads of like yeah. precocious, cute little girls. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be good Whittemore. to see like a mom and daughter story, which is exciting. And I like that, you know, you know, I think one of the things that Hallmark does that can be really great is having like those tight knit family bonds that you get to see at the holidays. But like a lot of people don't have that. Like they don't have the super close family. So it'll be nice to see a movie about a person who does have to kind of do the work of reconnecting and um, really dig in to kind of rebuild those family connections. So I'm excited to see this one. Mm-hmm. You too. Yeah. I mean, just for Katie Sackoff alone, I'm giving a diamond ring. Me too. I'm really, <laughs> I, I just think she's great. Okay. Then we have, it's just a little bit confusing. So on the announcement that they gave for all the, you know, trades or whatever, they had opened by Christmas listed as the movie for, uh, for the 5th of November, but Tracy and Dreen told me in her interview that it's been switched and that her movie, The Gingerbread Miracle, is going to be on the fifth now, and that now open by Christmas. We don't know when it's going to be. So who knows? <laughs> We're going to preview both of them. <laughs> um, so open by Christmas is supposed to be on the fifth. We'll see. Uh, Hallmark Channel, Allison Sweeney, Erica Durant, and Brendan Elliott. And it's a woman finds an unopened Christmas card from her high school secret admirer and tries to discover his identity. Uh, so for me with this one, I do think that Alice and Sweeney and Brendan Elliott are a pretty good combo. I feel like the two of them will have good chemistry 
And I feel like that's a good match. If I was putting a Brennan with someone, I think that's good. Uh, but last year there were about 35 movies on Hallmark slash lifetime where it was some variation of, I have a picture letter ring bracelet, <laughs> something like that. And I'm like researching it to find out, you know, what's going on. And they were almost all snoozes. <laughs> like, I don't think really hardly any of them worked for me. I'm just, cause I'm just not, it's hard to get me that invested unless you're signed, sealed, delivered and you're Martha Williamson who's a brilliant writer. Um, and you already are invested in the characters. So that kind of a like journey works for that show. But I think that for these movies, it just, I don't know. I just have a hard time caring enough about the picture, the, the ring, the whatever. And so that this summary screams a little bit of that to me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, um, <laughs> So I'm going to give this a sock, but I am hopeful that they'll have good chemistry and that will work. Yeah, I I think the secret admirer angle is kind of fun, mm-hmm. um, but I do often struggle both as a viewer and as a writer with kind of the Hallmark obsession with like high school. Like he was my high school boyfriend. It was my high school secret admirer. It's like, girl, you're 45. Like, <laughs> stop it. Like, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit like, why are you still hung up on this high school thing? Um, so I do, I think that's what really restrains me from just like being like, cool, let's go along for the ride. I think I'm, mm-hmm. I'm also a sock at best. Okay. All right. So gingerbread miracle, which might be on the fifth, according to Tracy, but we don't know. Um, this stars Merritt Patterson and John Ecker and writer Tracy and Doreen. And it's Maya and Alex, old friends from high school, work together over Christmas to sell his uncle's Mexican bakery famous for its gingerbread cookies that the patrons believe grants wishes. So I think this sounds fun. The the yeah the magical uh gingerbread cookies. And we had the um the baker's uh the baker's son, I think it was called this um the uh with the magical bread uh, this um this summer that that one was bonkers and fun and uh this sounds creative and different and uh the um um you know i like merit for the most part in her movies so uh yeah i think this one sounds sounds creative what do you think yeah i really like the the sort of magical element of it and um i love Mm -hmm. movies that's like it's not the power of the wish, but it's the power you give the wish kind of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. which is really fun, uh, especially at Christmas time. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited about this one. I'm going to give this one like a really nice orange. Mm-hmm. And we love Tracy and Jane. So yeah, and she'll, yeah, she'll we must stand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she, she always brings like a little bit of like a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of uh, kind of meta humor. Uh, mm-hmm. especially it's Christmas Eve. That was, I think her, one of her best scripts that she ever did. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be good. I'm going to give it like a, I'm going to give it a gingerbread orange, like oh, a very piece nice. of gingerbread made into an orange. <laughs> okay, here we go. Then we have Debbie Maycomber's a Mrs. Miracle Christmas. So this is a new entry reboot. You might say of the Mrs. Miracle franchise, which of course Doris Roberts back in the day, classic Hallmark. Uh, and this is on the sixth at Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And it stars Caitlin Doubleday, Steve Lund, who I love, 
so much. And Caroline Ray, of course, as the Mrs. Miracle. And this is go- this is adapted by Nina Wyman. So legend, of course. Again, we stand. <laughs> and this Mrs. Miracle swoops in to give a struggling family a dose of the holiday spirit. Uh, so it's, uh, I feel like Caitlin Doubleday, Stephen, Steve Lund will be a pretty good match. Uh, Caroline Ray, I think she's not as old as Doris Roberts was when she did the role by a long shot, but yeah, this is a, uh, this is a young, sexy Mrs. <laughs> Miracle. Right. Um, but I still, I feel like she'll be really fun for the role that she'll be a good, she'll do a good job. Yeah, I'm such a Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan, mm-hmm. even to this day. Like the, the TV series was just like one of my favorite things growing up. So I am never going to say no to Carolyn Ray. Um, you know, the the summary isn't super detailed and I'm no. not super familiar with um, Mrs. Miracle lore. So I'm interested to see <laughs> how I how I approach it, you know, the first yeah. time. But I'm excited to, uh, to, to dive in. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm giving this one diamond ring. I really am hopeful that it will be one of the highlights of the season. So hopefully. I'm going to give it an orange. Okay, good. All right. Then we have next up Christmas. This stars Lindsay Finesca, Chandler Massey, Leah Thompson, and Christopher Lloyd. So we've got Back to the Future reunion going on here. <laughs> and it's director Dustin Reichert, Leah, Leah Thompson, and Christopher Lloyd reunite in a movie about fittingly time travel a woman wonders what her life would be would have been like if she'd married her ex then she gets on a train that takes her 10 years into the past time train train. we just recently had a very similar movie in fall harvest season love strikes twice where she goes back 15 years and it didn't really work uh, and I'm hopeful that this will work, uh, but it was weird because they like went back in time in this last one and they didn't really do anything interesting there. They were like saving the library and you're like, why did we need to be back in time for this? Uh, and so <laughs> hopefully they'll do something interesting with this one and you'll get a chance to kind of see how she could she see her choices and what she could have done differently. I loved, there was a show on VH1 that only lasted one season. It broke my heart because it was such a good show called Hindsight. And it's basically this girl, she wakes up one morning and she is back in the nineties and she is about to marry the next day, her first husband. And so she's kind of like, well, what am I going to do? Do I make the same mistakes over again? Because that made me the person that I was, or do I do something different or what? It was such a good show. So if they can capture that kind of energy then I think it could be really good. But again, if they're just like going back in time to save the library, that's not going to be very good. What do you think? Yeah, I am never sold on like stories like this. Like the, the, the premise always makes me sad. Like whether it's like sliding doors or there was a musical called If Then, like mm-hmm. there's always a trade-off, right? Like there's, so you always have to make a sacrifice no matter which life you pick. And that always is just too sad to me. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I think really the selling point for me is getting to say time train. Love that for me. Yeah. And Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. So I'm probably going mean, to give this like a nice pair of socks, I would say. So, yeah, I think if, if you, I don't know, if you kind of, 
you have to sort of treat it kind of like Doctor Who in the sense that like Doctor Who mm. never really cares about the repercussions of him going all through time and then changing everything. He doesn't really, that they never really address that hardly at all. There's a couple episodes, but I, that you kind of have to either do that and just kind of, you know, pretend that the TARDIS takes care of all um, or... <laughs> or you know you, you have to or you have to address it somehow one or the other um and i i, I think it just depends on kind of like are you are you invested enough in the decisions the characters are making in their journey um because it it like i said it did really work for me very well with this show the show hindsight but most of the time it seems like it doesn't work it's a tricky thing to write uh, so yeah i agree i'm gonna give it a sock but it'll be like a back to the future song. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be good. All right. Then we have a Christmas treasure and this is on the seventh and it's Jordan Sparks, Michael Xavier and director Michael Robinson. And the, this is written by Judith and Sandra Berg, who are again, legends. Amazing. Uh, and it's an aspiring writer wonders whether she should move to New York after finding a time capsule. So this is another kind of time travel time and whatever i mean she i i guess i don't know if, where she finds the, t- the time capsule but um uh you know or what she finds in it i don't know but anyway a christmas treasure i guess the main appeal with this is jordan sparks and michael xavier who i like them both a lot and um you know the bergs they do a good job almost always so I mean, I'm going to give it a sock, but hopefully it'll be good. We don't know that much. It's kind of hard to know. Yeah, this one is a bit opaque. Um, mm-hmm. I do hope that the movie ends with her moving to New York. I hope it's not like, mm-hmm. no, my small town's great and I'm going to stay here forever. Like we've had right. so many of those. It'd be fun to see sort of like the counterpoint to that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I am so fascinated to know what... You, one could find in a time capsule that would convince you or dissuade you from moving to New York. I'm fascinated. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a whole bunch that are, uh, that are to, to be determined and we only have, we know very little. So we're just going to do like speed round for these. <laughs> so, all right. First one, uh, Christmas at Castle Heart, the stars Lacey Chabert, Stort Townsend. Synopsis is a woman goes to her ancestral Irish town and meets an earl who hires her to plan a Christmas party. Okay, I do not like Christmas planning, but I love Ireland and I love alcohol. And once I did see a picture of them outside of a pub filming this movie, so. Oh, you did? So what did you say? What did you give it? Socks. Oh, socks. Yeah, I mean, I love Lacey uh, for the most part. And uh, they already did, Hallmark already did one Irish movie this year that was a snooze. Hopefully this will be better, um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a bomba sock, like a nice sock. Hopefully it'll be good. Okay. Then we have the Christmas contest. This is Candace Cameron Bray, John Brotherton, and Barbara Niven. Uh, and we only have, all we have is two execs compete in a Christmas charity contest. So we know almost nothing, but I guess John Brotherton was her co-lead on Fuller House, I believe. I heard that's what people were saying. So yeah, I'm getting this cold. No oh. comment. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a sock. But uh, I mean, it's gonna be fun to see Candace and Barbara Niven back together because they were in um 
uh, Christmas detour together. So that hopefully will be fun. Okay, then we have the Christmas House to Deck Those Halls. And this is the sequel to The Christmas House, obviously. And it's Robert Buckley, Anna Ayora, Jonathan Bennett, Sharon Lawrence, Treat Williams, Brad Harder. In the sequel to The Christmas House, two brothers compete to create the most extravagantly decorated, you guessed it, Christmas house. Uh, I'm going to give this a diamond ring. I liked the first one. I'm excited to see what happens next. I thought that the romance for Robert Buckley's character was the least compelling part. Uh, mm. And so it seems like this is more focused on the brothers and their rivalry. Uh, so I'm, you know, excited about that. And we'll get to see more of what's happened now they've got the baby and, you know, kind of those things. So what about you? Yeah, this feels kind of like National Lampoon, like kind of Christmas vacation-y mm-hmm. in tone. Um, and I liked the first one, so orange. Yeah. Okay, then we have the Nine Kittens of Christmas. Uh, this Brandon Routh, Kimberly Sustad, Gregory Harrison, a firefighter and vet stumble upon a litter of nine kittens and set off to find them homes. Not, not any firefighter and vet. <laughs> of course, this is our sequel to The Nine Lives of Christmas. Very exciting. I think we got to, I've got to be diamond ring on this. I mean, we've been waiting, but all Mark's sequels are usually terrible. So please. Hope this one will be good. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with orange because I am afraid if I set my expectations sky high, I am only going to be disappointed. <laughs> and Nine Lives of Christmas is just, I mean, it's iconic. It's a legend. Yeah. It's its yeah. how we got the fire, the firehouse movie, you know, like I, so I have to, I have to keep my expectations low so they can be exceeded. Secret, secret to happiness in life, low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So then we have Sister Swap, A Hometown Holiday, and Sister Swap, Christmas in the City. And this is Kimberly Williams Paisley, Ashley Williams, Mark Declan, Keith Robinson, Susan Yeagley, and Kevin Nealon. In this double feature starring real-life sisters, two sisters swap lives during the holiday season. So I don't really understand what this means because they aren't identical twins. They look nothing alike. So how can they swap lives? I'm a little confused what that means but i'm still i mean i love the williams sisters uh they're great so you know i'll be excited and something different uh, they've never done like a, a duo unless you consider the bridge part one and part two that's the only one i can think of that they did uh so yeah what do you think yeah i mean this feels like you know expanded universe time like we're finally getting it i'm very excited for, for the Hallmark Cinematic Universe to really start going off. So I'm going to give this like an orange. I think it's a neat concept. Again, I don't, I agree. I don't yeah. know how they're going to pull it off story-wise, but I'm excited. Yeah, I'm also going to give it an orange. Like I, this might be like Harry and David orange. I'm really hopeful. So we'll see. Okay, almost done. We have on Movies and Mysteries, we have The Christmas Bond. And this is Holly Robinson, Pete, Lyric Bent, and Nick Sanchez. A single mom and her teenage son with autism celebrate the holidays. And so obviously Holly Robinson-Pete has been very invested in this movie because her son has autism. She works in the autism community uh, with her foundations and everything. Uh, So that's really cool. That's exciting. Uh, And I, you know, I hope it will be a, you know, good, uh, good movie that won't be too movie of the weekish, you know. I mean, all these movies are movies of the weekish, but you know what I mean, like afternoon special about autism kind mm-hmm. of a thing. 
I hope it'll be a little bit better than that. Uh, and I really liked Holly's movie last year, The Christmas Doctor, despite the atrocious poster. Um, I liked the movie. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give this one an orange. I hope it'll be good. Yeah, I'm going to give it an orange as well. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Christmas movie with a neurodivergent lead character. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see that. And I think it's a good step in the right direction for Hallmark um, diversity wise and representation wise, you know, mm-hmm. Lifetime's obviously been getting more um, disabled actors and I'm really excited to see Lifetime move into that same arena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one is every time a bell rings and this stars Aaron Cahill, Brittany Ishibashi, Ali Liebert and Wes Brown, three sisters reunite in their Mississippi hometown to participate in their annual holiday scavenger hunt. And this is one you have a, a connection with, correct? Yeah, I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, everyone. Um, I don't know if I'm, I can give a, uh, <laughs> I can give a, um, a rating on this one. Cause I feel like I'd be definitely putting my thumb on the scale. Um, obviously, you know, I think we have such an amazing cast. Um, Erin Cahill actually produced this. So she was with us from the very beginning, um, all the way through obviously filming. Um, Wes Brown is a treasure. Brittany and Allie are, I mean, Allie Liebert's one of my favorite, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Hallmark figures period. And, mm-hmm. um, I know, I know scavenger hunt movies are not exactly your favorite. It kind of falls into hunting for bracelets, letters, you know, whatever, but yeah. I hope, I hope folks yeah. will come over to, uh, to the Hallmark movies now and, and give it a chance. Well, I do love Christmas scavenger hunt though, oddly enough, because <laughs> if you, I don't know if you ever saw that one. But I, I, uh, well, I love that movie because it was, it was pretty bonkers. And, but also it was just as far as being on the podcast, it was very memorable to me because I had the, um, the, the guy who played the other man, John Welch on, and it was one of my favorite mm-hmm. interviews we've ever done. He was so funny. We talked all about how like the hotel they were staying at was haunted and like, <laughs> I don't know, he was, it was a great interview. Uh, so I have very fondness, fond memories. And when we covered that with, um, uh, I think I covered it with Dory. I'm pretty sure from all the feels and we were just laughing and laughing and really enjoyed it. Um, so as, as long as like, I'm not supposed to be super like invested in the item and in the research of the item, you know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. scavenger hunt I'm fine with. Like I also liked the, um, the one with Tyler Hines last year where they, you know, did, they did, a, uh, I think it was called the 12, 12 dates of Christmas. And then mm, there was, was a scavenger fun. hunt thing in there. So I'm not just saying that this, because you're on the podcast. I think I generally, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I mean, it's interesting. Mississippi, is this going to be a warm weather? It warm is. Weather? It is a oh warm weather gosh. Christmas movie. Um, we, so I originally, I, you know, originally it was set in Louisiana um, it's going to be filmed in like Ponchatoula and um, Hallmark was very insistent in the drafts that it have snow in it. And mm-hmm. um, eventually I think we realized <laughs> that was, it was going to kind of be like a Christmas in Graceland where we all just pretend it snows in Louisiana. Um, and uh, I think when they made the move to Mississippi, they just kind of called it and said, you know what? No, no snow in Mississippi. Oh, wow. 
This is a landmark event. The only other one I can think of that is in a warm climate is uh, the one, one that I think it was a rose for Christmas. I think it was called the one that was about the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. And so it was like in Pasadena, so they couldn't have snow. But this is great. That's very exciting. And I mean, the cast, like you said, hello, incredible. And Dee Wallace is in it, who was also in um, the last movie I wrote. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really just, and it's got really, you know, we were very passionate about making it a really diverse movie that represented mm-hmm. more than just sort of, um, you know, I think what people think of like the rural South, I think they think of one thing when actually it's really another thing. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited to, to get to show all of this exciting elements. And I idea. should shout out um, Audrey Shulman, who, um, also wrote Love Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. She kind of, I was working on another project, so she carried the script over the finish line. So we have both contributed. So I, I didn't want to leave her out in the cold. Um, no. I loved Love Fallen Order. So oh. she has done so many great things with the script that I'm really excited for folks to see it. I love Love Fallen Order too. It's so good. And there was one that was recently uh, that she did. Oh, what is it? What was it? So yeah, Love Fallen Order. Yeah, I guess that may be the one I was actually thinking of. Oh, the 27 hour day she just did, which I also enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Well, that's great. I, I congratulations. That's such an accomplishment. <laughs> I think that's Thank incredible. You. And I am very, very much looking forward to it. And I'm not just saying that because you're here, I promise. Uh, but yeah, so diamond rings all the way for every time a bell rings. Uh, and you have a new book that you just published. So why yeah. don't you tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So it's definitely a departure for me. It's um, fantasy. It's mm-hmm. a fantasy romance. Um, you know, don't go in expecting like, um, I, I often say the book has like Game of Thrones, the elements, but that's probably wrong. Um, uh-huh. Like don't expect like 700 pages. Don't expect a whole lot of murders. Um, it's really about like, uh, so it's about kind of a war-torn fantasy country and um, this guy who never thought he would be king because he had seven older brothers, um, all of them get killed in the war. So he becomes king and he really wants peace. And one of the ways he decides to do that is by marrying a witch and the witches are in exile in this country and um, they try to make the world a better place. It's like a fantasy book about people trying to make things better. <laughs> um, so That's it's, you know, awesome. it's a really sweet romance. Um, got a lot of like, you know, courtly intrigue and betrayal and kissing and, you yeah. know, it's a really fun book. Uh, if, if you are into kind of, you know, magic and dragons, yeah. it, it might be right yeah. up your alley. Cool. Well, great. We'll put a link or we'll put an affiliate link down in the description so people can check it out and uh, that's i mean i think it's incredible when anybody can like write something whether it's book or movie incredible so that's i really admire that so much thank you <laughs> all right so we did it that is Yay! the most preview that we can do we did our best <laughs> and uh, hopefully you all enjoyed it and let us know in the comments what you're anticipating, what rating you would give uh, for these different films and uh, how you're feeling about this upcoming season. Please put in the comment section. We would love to hear your thoughts. And uh, so Lise, how can people find you, follow you on social media, all that fun stuff? 
You can find uh, my website, elisemurray.com. That's A-L-Y-S and then Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y or at writer Elise on Twitter and Instagram. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please take a look at that. And then also make sure you're following the podcast, a Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us so, so much. Helps people to find the podcast. Please do that. And then also, if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our Patreon group, as we mentioned, and we have the merch store, which is going to have some new festive designs. So you definitely want to take a look over there and we have frequent sales at the merch store. So all that information will be in the description and thanks so much, Elise. I really, really appreciate you helping me out with this and uh, Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Bye.